What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Outfielder Podcast, episode 109, brought to you by Sensibly Loud Media. I am your host, J-Mac, a.k.a. founder numero uno, and I'm joined by my co-host, who's in the on-deck circle. Let's see what's going on with him. Ladies and gentlemen, now batting cleanup for the Outfielder Podcast, number three, the great Sam Bino. Good evening, Sam. Hello. Welcome back. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you doing? I'm, yeah, hanging in there. It's like thunderstorming and the power keeps going in and out. It's going to be an interesting uh, episode here. I hope that we uh, keep you the whole time. Otherwise, I'm just going to be rambling to myself like a crazy person, I guess. Well, that would be no different than any other day. Very good point. That's a very good point. Um, No Ben Baseball tonight. He's uh, doing his fatherly and husbandly duties by taking care of his sick wife. So we hope she gets better. He has a lot of life roles that I think are like some of us aspire to be those things and other like we used to aspire to be some of those things. Yeah, Ben definitely steps up and does the bulk of the of his share. And I appreciate that about him. I think maybe we'll have a wake up call one day. But I mean, so far, so good. I, I don't know. We'll see. But more credit to it. On. I'm pleased every time he can join us and sad every time he can't. As am I. As am I. It's because I, it, it's always guaranteed for a, for just an episode full of ridiculous crap. But it's always tan- tangential and it's always great. The last two times now that we've recorded, I've, as I've listened through your intro, it's really made me realize something. I miss doing like the piece of shit corner and stuff like that. Yeah. Piece we of shit corner. I know we haven't been able to do it since like the playoffs. <laughs> So I, I have one major thought on this, okay. and that's I want to do a piece of shit, but I need to watch more Korean baseball because I need to be able to call one of them a piece of shit. Okay, so uh, is this a, kind of like one of those things you'd like to be able to get to it by the end of the season kind of situations? Yeah, I think um, I should watch like f- maybe four more games. I think I've probably watched four or five games. And um, if I double up my sample size, I'll find a piece of shit um, on the NC Dinos, and then I can talk pieces of shit again. It sounds like it's going to be kind of hard, though, because the NC Dinos are fucking raking so far. Uh, yeah, the NC Dinos in uh, Korean baseball are 10-1. and one. Yes, that's pretty they're, good. They're 10-1, they're and one, but they've also played um, some really shitty teams. Mm. They've played the SK Wyverns. They're 1-10. Oh, they played the Samsung Lions. They're four and eight. They played the KT Wiz four and seven, and then the LG Twins, the only winning team they played against, seven and four. It would be like if the Red Sox started the season, went and played the Orioles, the Blue Jays, and then um, maybe like Tampa Bay. Yeah. And, and during a shitty month, and it's like, oh shit, they're like nine and one in their last ten. It's like, yeah, well, they played shitty teams. Yeah, um, exactly. Kind of like what the Dodgers do every season. Pretty much exactly what that, <laughs> but uh, the the Dinos are they they lead the league with eighteen home runs and they have the best ERA with three two six. So dude, dude, these guys swing at everything and it's incredible. Like the amount of strikeouts are unreal. Uh, I love it. I love it's it. so much fun. You sent us that uh, that clip the other day of that just absolute donkey of a swing. I mean that dude just <laughs> opened his whole body up, dude. <laughs> He opened his whole body, and then he flipped his bat behind his body. <laughs> I forgot about the bat flip behind him. That's right. He took such a big swing. The follow-through basically just spun him around, and then he just like flipped the bat behind his back. It was fantastic. I mean, that guy basically swung right out of his goddamn cleats. I mean, it was <laughs> unbelievable. Unreal. And there's a lot of that. A lot of it. But uh, it's, yeah. it's been entertaining to watch. I'm worried... So where do the Bears fall right now? Uh, the Doosan Bears are third. They're seven and four. Okay, so that's kind of what we expected, I would say, because we said, or like, that's kind of how you prefaced it, is they're probably like the Red Sox of the situation. Is that yeah. still pretty fair? So, I mean, they're, yeah. you know, I, I feel good about the pick, but, I mean, getting off to a 10 and one start's got to feel good for you. Yeah, okay, sorry, small correction. The Bears are tied for second, a three-way tie for second, okay. seven and four. The LG Twins... Doosan Bears and the Lote, I forgot their name already, <laughs> Giants. So Ben's got the worst team by a long shot. Yes, okay. I have the best team by, like, pure luck. 
So it feels like this has been going on for a couple of weeks now, right? This is probably what week three of it going into week yeah. four, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it feels like we're should be more than just 11 games in. Yeah. The first game uh, was on the 5th of May. Okay. So that's two weeks tomorrow. Wait, the 5th of I, May. Oh yeah. Yeah. Two weeks tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. It does feel like it's been an eternity. Yeah. Is Truly. that just some like black hole we fall in? I guess that's two weeks, ten games. That's not bad, I guess. So I'm just I'm looking at the Dino schedule. They had a game on the fifth, the sixth, the seventh, the eighth. They had a postponement game on the tenth, twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth, sixteenth. So okay, maybe we're just. I think time is just distorted in such a way that scrambles our baseball brains. It does because like I was sitting there thinking, I was like, okay, so they're off to a ten and one start. I feel like the team that I decide to ride with is. You know, like off to an okay start. Seven and four is not terrible. And I all I'm trying to wrap my head around it is like the sample size of what I need to be worried about. Because like your team starts like one in ten in major league baseball doesn't mean dick. And I right. mean it can, but it doesn't usually really mean a whole lot. I think you're doing okay. I mean, I think they're gonna get in what, like eighty or a hundred games or something. I think it's I like a, I thought it was like a hundred and thirty, no? Maybe I'm thinking of the MLB's plans that I'm mixing them up with. Oh, you mean like the random this, bullshit they just keep throwing yeah. out there for no real reason whatsoever? Yeah, I think we'll be digging into those weird little nuances. But yeah, I mean, it's a significant amount of games they're playing in Korea. Um, I just need to, I think part of the other problem with uh, me not under, <laughs> feeling like it's been longer is that I haven't watched enough of these games. Uh, and I'm not watching them live. And I'm not watching the follow-up. Or the pregame. There's nothing on MLB about it. There's no like real coverage outside of just the game. I mean, for me, they come on, and so it's just you're on Eastern time. I'm in Central time, so it's just an hour difference. But they come on for me at two thirty in the morning and five thirty in the morning, and so I do like to record them and just not look at the scores and you know just watch them while I do things in the morning. So I like that aspect of it. I'm just not sitting down watching baseball, but I'm right. watching it casually. Yeah, I agree. It'd be hard. If you put the dinos and the lions up there, I wouldn't be able to tell you who's who. Well, no, definitely not. I mean, we're not. And that's the thing, though. Like, I don't want to rush uh, my judgment or my, like, we were talking about the POS corner thing. Like, we want to make sure we kind of figure out the league before we go, you know, indicting people in another country. It's true. And I don't understand the full reach of whatever Korea has as the Yakuza equivalent. So I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings right away. Yeah. I mean, that's an audience we can't afford to lose, you know, it's really not. So I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I feel like you're off to a good start though. Ben's off to maybe not a great start, but I don't think there's any reason to worry for anybody. It's true. I've got, um, I have delayed my purchase of a t-shirt for the dinos, but I need to do that. Agreed. I, I think I might get one for every team if they're, cause they're cheap. They're super cheap. They're t- yeah. There's only 10 teams. Yeah. So I don't know. I might do something like that. We'll see. And just kind of, you know, wear them at random times and whatnot. We'll see. Sure. Yeah. I almost wore my Hiroshima carp shirt today. Oh, that's pretty good though. That's a good one. Pretty damn good. Um, so what? So since we talked last week, I mean, what have you been doing to keep yourself occupied? Any any updates? Any Netflix things you've watched or anything like that to update? Oh the, boy, the what have we been doing? Um, I mean, it's like it's been nice outside. We had a spring here, and it's still we're on like the tail end of spring, and it's just now getting into the eighties. But every day before this last week, um, it was like seventy and sunny. Nice. So lots of dog walks, lots of sitting outside, lots of yard work. Um, I've cooked some fancy meals, um, a lot of TV, a lot of video games. Yeah, I hear you. Same exact thing here. Really is like not, not much has changed since we talked last week. It's really kind of crazy. I'm playing a game on Xbox that would just like bore most people to death. Oh, God. What it's, is- called, it's called Snow Runner. Okay. And... Uh, it's basically a, a, like a trucking simulator, except it's off-roading with like big trucks and you just like carry loads from one place to the next. Holy that's kind shit. Of it. I'm doing this. I'm doing this when we get off the air. That it's, sounds incredible. It is punishingly difficult. Really? Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that even more so. It is intricate and delicate and like quite hard. So I've been playing a little bit of... So this is how far I'm getting outside of my like... So... <laughs> 
I, I'm really trying to like understand where I am in like this whole like withdrawal from sports kind of thing, you know, and because <laughs> right. it, it, it's it's like part of my everyday life for like three different you know like podcasts and stuff like that, and like I follow all that stuff so closely, and it's just I've I've in, I've learned to incorporate it in my everyday life in small ways to where I take in the information that I need to know, sure. and so without that happening, I feel like I've been very off balance a little bit you know and so it's a it's been a bit of a withdrawal really and truly uh but it's also been really good because it gives me a time to like miss sports a little bit and yeah i feel like my appreciation for it and, and for everybody's is going to go through the roof when we get back it's going to die right back to where it was within like a week but that first week's going to be electric right i don't know i think it'll take longer i think i'm hoping that people will learn something about the way that we live and how great it it normally is yes that would be ideal but i'll tell you one thing the amount of people that were losing their goddamn minds about german soccer being played this past saturday morning was unbelievable like the, i i guess i missed that it, it was because it's so like the first like i guess aside from like the kbo it's the first like sports league to like come back, you know, after they'd been quarantining and all that kind of stuff. And like NASCAR came back. That's a sport. That's don't true. You know? no, well, and I was going to tell you because like, uh, as I've been playing a lot of video games, I've been playing NASCAR heat four, which is pretty, actually pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> and so I've been dicking around with that a whole bunch, but um, it, it's like one of those things where like, I mean, right out of the gate, they had somebody test positive for, for COVID and it's like Ugh. we we really don't know where we are with all that stuff and like I mean I think you know like we can we could really dive into the the ins and outs of all the you know policy issue of it and all that stuff but I mean ultimately we're all trying to be as safe as we can I think I mean as many people as you're going to get are going to take this seriously right yeah I mean, uh, so did they take like a KBO approach where they just like shut it all down when somebody tests positive or they're like, no, we're going to keep going. So I guess they're quarantining that person specifically and then testing everybody else and whatnot, but okay. they're also in a very different place than we are as far as recovery in the U S. So like, that's kind of a different thing. It's a bigger country. There's a lot more to consider whenever you're trying to deal with a whole lot more people. Yeah. We got it later too. Right. And so like, I, Again, I'm not even really stating an opinion of whether we should be doing what, you know, like I I, I really at this point Maybe you like, should do what? Maybe you should. Maybe I should, but I mean at this <laughs> point like I'm go I'll, I'm not afraid to go out, but I'm going to wear a mask when I do kind of thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I got a dope ass mask. It's like all black and it's got like a very like a quarter sized American flag on it. Mm -hmm. I look like Oh no, you showed me. It's great. Oh, I did? Yeah. Jesus. It's fantastic. I I was so I took the dog to the groomer this past weekend. And I was a whole chain of reaction things happened that made me annoyed while I was standing there, right? But I did like the fact that nobody could read my face because I was standing there with it covered. I've uh, so I've done I've gone out with a mask and I smile at people because that's what normal human beings sure. do from time to time, and they can't see your face, mm -hmm. and that's a new new thing you have to navigate. I'm like. That person just thought I was staring at them with like weird eyes. Yeah, just just piercing eyes. He's like you don't know. Like that's the thing, you don't know what kind of eyes are back there. The rest of the face is contextual. It really is. So, it's it's kind of a weird thing though. And so like all kinds of things are coming out about like sports getting back and all that kind of stuff. And I understand that like people are hungry for it to get back. Like I couldn't be more ready to watch a you know a shit ton of baseball, really and truly. But like I just. My gut feeling still is that we're a long way away from that. Yeah, I think um, things are being pushed to open and things are opening, but that's like very early. It's very early to do those kinds of things. And we're a long way off from large gatherings, like sporting events. Right. And like we have all these things that are coming out, like, you know, like we were talking about MLB plans and stuff like that, which we'll dive into here in just a moment. But like, it just as an overall general rule, it just like I, I realize the different parts of the country, you know, don't necessarily need to follow the same standards as New York. You know, like there, there's yeah. lots of stuff to take into consideration there. But as long as people are trying to do things safely, I don't have a problem with that. But like at the end of the day, like I just don't think that we're going to be in any place where sports are going to be the same. I think that's really going to turn people off. Yeah, it's possible. I think they, you know, if you follow the money that you you and Ben are so keen on saying all the time, like Indeed. they'll probably have to monetize it in a digital way. I mean, that's um, very true. 
And I mean, if you're right about it being regional, like we know that the Billings Bison are like ready to go. They're locked and loaded. Like Absolutely. no, there's like, I was looking at the numbers yesterday. Don't ask me why I was looking at Montana COVID numbers, but I swear to God, there's like 400 cases. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, I think Ben's Pelicans might be in a little bit of trouble. Oh boy. Is that the New Orleans Pelicans? Yeah. Uh, the baseball did, version. Did he took over. He just took the whole, the name from the basketball team. <laughs> Zion, let that happen. Yeah, I think that was. Uh, I think that was one of your nights off. You missed Ben's unveiling Shit. of his team. Uh, but uh, yeah, he he has the New Orleans Pelicans baseball team. <laughs> <laughs> so, he, yeah, he's he's got to be worried about that one a little bit. Um, I if I put my Ben hat on, what I think happened was he goes, "All right, I want it to be New Orleans based," and then he finds like a bird or something and he's like all right pelicans and then he types in like new orleans pelicans and he goes shit i lost all that mental equity just now all that effort is gone i was like you know what i'm just gonna come up with a story to cover oh no he was very ready for that fight because i i was quick to bring that to his attention of course (laughs) um yeah no he definitely he 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 defended it well as ben will do but it's it's fantastic Uh, my nashville hot chickens are in trouble too i think i don't think that's that's going well no, probably not. Check the numbers in Tennessee in a while, but you know, still, yeah. it's yeah, man. So I, I, I like read through these like proposals and things like that, and like, there's just so much to consider. We have this whole discussion right now about like the contract negotiations with MLB and what that's going to look like, and we talked a lot about that last week. It seems like we've really had a couple of like a pretty big division here of the people that think the rich owners need to get over it. And the people that think that the ball players need to just suck it up and, and take the pay cut. And it's like, they agreed to a, a, a reduced salary based on the pro rate amount of games they're playing. What, what else do you want? Like, why did, why are we forcing them into revenue sharing? And then there's the other side. that's like, well, and I understand that too. Like we're all going down. We don't want to just take the losses, but that's seems like there's a pretty growing division pretty quickly though. Yeah, that doesn't bode well for next year. Right. Not at all. At all. Not at all. And I mean, that assumes we figure out how to navigate contractually through this one. Yeah, I'm sure they can come up with some sort of creative solution. It seems like the choices that they've put out there are like pretty binary, right? It's like pay as is, you know, minus games not played or this whole new thing. It's like, well, it's like work on that you know yeah and this whole new thing that they've been trying to shove down their throats for years like it's kind of a new thing but also not really kind of not yeah um i i just i don't really uh, as we go through all this and so i I guess the next thing we'll do here and and let's break down so there's a jeff passan article that came out this this week and mlb put out a 67 page guideline book of safety protocols and regulations and things like that that they would put into place to make sure that everybody as much as possible is safe and i mean first of all 67 pages unbelievable right i mean is that a lot to you or is that not a lot to you feels like a lot for like seems like there's a lot of things that could be covered broadly but i mean it, it seems oddly specific i guess yeah, I mean, so <laughs> there's a lot of this is doesn't just apply to baseball, but in this current crisis, there's like a whole spectrum and like thought process around giving guidance on how to do things like reopening businesses and like, how do we do the PPP program and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, how is too much guidance a bad thing? Mm. I don't know. They're not like rules, right? Like, yeah. That's fair. You'd rather have too much guidance so that when you run into a situation, you can go like, let me go look at the documentation and see if it's there, see if it's covered. Other than like a three pager that says like baseball's open in like 78 point font, you know, clean, like, clean locker room. <laughs> I, I defer to uh, like an abundance of caution and an abundance of guidance. Yeah, no, and I don't That's hate just my, that. my philosophy, though. I don't hate that take necessarily. It's just like it. So like I. I I thought the most interesting part of this article that he put out, and and, uh, I guess this will kind of help illustrate my point of where I'm at with it, is like he he put out this part of the article that kind of goes through, based on these protocols, 
what life as a baseball player in 2020 could potentially look like with said protocols in place. Cool. So I figured let's just kind of go like, and we'll like kind of stop and talk through this as we go um, and just talk through what this looks like. Is that and cool? this is meant to be like hard and fast rules or no? Like, this is, I don't well, understand. So kind, the... kind of what you were saying. It's like the protocol that they would, that MLB is proposing to put into place to make sure that everybody is following the same set of instructions, at least as, and, and being as cautious as possible. Got it. Okay. Um, so this is, so again, this is Jeff Hassan article. It's on ESPN.com. Great article. Um, he lays out what it, what a day in the life could look like. So first things first. Um, so let me ask you this. Do we want to, do we want to walk through this with a specific player? Because it's like, you know, Oh boy. I don't know. Am I, do I know someone's personal circumstances enough to apply that? Mm, maybe not. Hmm. Well, we can come up with know, people along the way if need be. I just always kind of defer to Chris Davis because he's not doing baseball things very well. We might as well just use him as a poor example. Is that a Chris with a K or a C? Not Crush Davis. Chris Davis. Got it. All right. So first thing in the morning, wake up right on the list. It's good. Check. Let's give it a bell. Do we have a, <laughs> do we have the do we have the bell? No, the bell has the virus. Ah, oh, damn it. Another one strikes again. All right, we'll get back to it later. Um, so wake up in the morning, grab the thermometer issued to every MLB player, and take your temperature. Just make um, sure. So you're, you're warmer when you sleep. So let's just say that. So they said in the next sentence is just make sure to do it before eating, drinking, or exercising. So I guess it's maybe not like roll out of bed, take your temperature, but like before you get too going during the day. I don't know. Okay. That's I don't think I don't think that ch- the science doesn't check out mm. there, right so we, away. Like I'm, you're you immediately become warmer when you fall asleep, I and agree. before you fall asleep, like when you get tired, I think you go up like two degrees. So yeah. I, I radiate mean, heat at night. I know it's terrible. I'm just okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to check the science on that. I think that's bullshit. We have already found holes. So 67 pages was not enough. Is what we've come down to. Two sentences in. I right. got a new notebook specifically <laughs> for baseball things. Perfect. First um, one, check. It's going to be temperature-based. All right, so just make sure to do it before drinking, eating, or exercising. Then take your temperature again. If it's over 100 degrees, self-isolate, call the team physician, and get ready to take a rapid response COVID-19 test. Get ready. I mean, what do you have to do to get ready? I mean, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I There's wondered about that, too. Pages. I think it, they're like saliva tests, though, right? Just work it up, you know? Just well, get your saliva working. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, <laughs> so, take it. So you basically take two tests before you leave the hotel room. Okay, good. And remember, we're quarantined in very like only a few places. And like for this to work, like like everybody has to be like in Arizona or like it, this can't like you can't quarantine and travel. That's not quarantining, right? So, uh, you know. But that that aside. All right, so next we're going to, uh, so if you don't have a, a, a temperature, so after the second test, you have the, the clearance to go ahead and go to the stadium, okay? If you're on the road, it can be by any of six bus trips to the ballpark instead of the typically early or late options. So they go from an early, you know, they usually do an early bus and a late bus. So now sure. they go to six buses to, I guess, spread people out more. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. It's a lot, but yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, don't forget to open the windows when you're on the bus. That's part of the 67-page. No, it is not. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That is... <laughs> if you're at home... Uh, so if you're at home, you go to the entrance that can be used by 101 specifically designated people. Okay. Um, 101 seems oddly... Like... I, who yeah. makes that list and who doesn't? I mean, Cruella Deville, duh. Oh, God. Um, so we have the 101 uh, specifically designated people. So at that point, you would put on a mask. Uh, you'd walk into the stadium, maybe even already being in uniform, get your temperature taken again. If it's still below 100, you're allowed in the restricted areas, which is the field, the training room, the weight room, or the clubhouse. 
or perhaps an auxiliary clubhouse because social distancing is important and six feet will separate lockers and locker rooms aren't just big enough to handle that many people in that enough space. So teams are going to have to build more locker rooms. Okay. Why aren't they wearing a mask right away? Like you mean going from the hotel to. Yeah. Why not? I agree with you. That that's, that's absurd to me. Why get on the bus Mm -hmm. and go through the lobby of the hotel and all this shit, and then you put on the mask, like, you're 10 feet from the restricted areas. Right. The MLB's okay. fucking the, all right. Just uh, checking. Just, just checking, checking it. That's why we're doing this. Um, any other thoughts on on where we are so far, though? So, I mean, you've got your yeah, te- I mean, temperature taken three times, right? You've gotten, uh, I mean, like, by the time you get there, you, you're not displaying any symptoms, I guess. That is the idea. Right. I mean, auxiliary clubhouses and all that. I mean, that all makes sense. But uh, do you even need to be in the clubhouse, really? Is there any? No, that's that's where, you know, during a normal season, hand, foot, and mouth and or Legionnaire's disease is just passed from Noah Syndergaard to Steven Matz. Back and forth, back and forth. <laughs> it's true. It's very true. Um, so, I mean, it makes sense as far as that goes. I I just I don't know why we need the locker rooms if we're showing up already, you know, like changed and ready to go. Like you're gonna let people go shower in those. Surely sh- not. You can't. No way, right? I would think not. I would hope not. Um, and maybe it gets to that. I I don't recall if it does or not. But okay. So after that, um, so Mike. So it may be your day for a coronavirus test since they're doing, uh, there'll be a few a week. So get your saliva ready. So there's another, so basically there's random testing going on simultaneously. It should, why random? Well, I'm sure they have a system of, I test you every four days or whatever it is. Sure. I'm sure there's a rhyme or reason to that, right? I'm not just pulling from a lottery. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, if we're talking about like, the same league that's tested for PEDs randomly. Like, <laughs> you guys didn't get them all. It's a good point. It's a very good point. Um, testing and I mean, this is the same league that mishandled Ryan Braun's test. Like, you know, like, come on, what are we talking about here? Oh, um, okay, so, so, um, so also you will be tested monthly. Uh, it, that would be a blood test for coronavirus antibodies. Good. Okay. Um, since you can't use hot tubs, cold tubs, saunas, steam rooms, or cryotherapy, there's no excuse not to get to your 430 hitters meeting on time. Just check on whether it's outside or on your iPad because indoor in-person meetings, no more. Uh, maybe there might be an answer to this. I'm hoping I'm not being like a pedant here, but is there an important enough distinction between a cold tub and a hot tub that we need? We can't just say tubs. Um. I'm sure this was. I guess they're this. different. They're different tubs. They are different tubs. The cold it's... ones are the big metal ones, aren't they? Correct. That's like an ice bath okay. type situation. Right. I, I've never called that a cold tub. That's just an ice bath. I, <laughs> just, yeah, there's not much difference there either. Yeah, uh, but I, I <laughs> would imagine that this was just written for you know, so you could kind of picture just like all the things that you don't necessarily have, and the cryotherapy is a big one too. And, like, I know that there's been, like, a lot of, like, this is going to sound crazy. I don't even know if we've talked about this on this show. And the only reason I know about this is because the Red Sox are part of this. But I'm going to imagine that other teams have jumped onto this bandwagon, I guess. But, like, there's been a ton of, like, research done around, like, sleep studies and stuff like that. And, like, how long to, like, let a play, like, to see if, like, you could let Bryce Harper get in, like, a 26-minute nap. And, like, based on all of his you know, body chemistry, that's like the ideal time to help him before a game kind of thing. And mm. they have like beds in locker room, like in their facilities and stuff like that. I'd ima- this was a couple of years ago that the Red Sox were doing this. So I'd imagine other teams have invested into this too. I can't imagine. Interesting. Hey, why not? Right. Um, all right. So at least when you're on the field, you can take your mask off because you'll be out there plenty. Um, it'll look a little bit odd. No water or sports jugs or uh, I'm sorry, no water or sports drink jugs in the dugout. No sunflower seeds or dip. And remember, you can't spit, high five, dap or hug. Oh, fuck. That's not going to be easy. Not at all. Right. Like, just think of the camaraderie of what all that stuff means for a team. 
So here's where I think they could take a page out of KBO's book. Like they're doing a lot of testing. They're close to guys. Like the first game I watched, the third baseman hugged the runner at third. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I don't know. It's crazy. Okay. It, it's also a much bigger scale too, though. Yeah. We're talking and caution. About- Caution's fine. Right, exactly. So um, we move on. So it's game time now, right? There's oh, no, God, is it? <laughs> I wish. There's no lineup card exchange. They're sent via an app. Oh, come on. I know. They've been raring to put that change in. You know, they're just waiting for a place to put something like that into play. Yeah, um, okay. So there's no lineup card exchange. The manager is standing uh, along the railing. He's not allowed to be on the steps. Other coaches are spread out six feet, six feet from one another. The rest of the bench is sparsely populated. Only players likely to enter the game can be in the dugout. The rest are in the stands. I like that. I love this. Okay, this 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 I'm all on board for. The closest you can sit to anyone is within four seats between you and two empty rows behind you. Oh, that's gonna be awesome, dude. <laughs> could you imagine the amount of so okay bullshit like, that would go on? Absolutely, but like, it, isn't that really just the same thing as watching like the guys sitting in the bullpen, but just in the stands instead? Yeah, yeah see what and there saying. would just be like raucous chatter. Now you want to mic them up. That's a different story. You're talking about putting like no barriers between the two teams, guys who aren't playing. Hell yeah. All in. <laughs> All in. All I in. Mean, Let's go. As soon as I saw I, I pictured like Mike Trout just sitting <laughs> sitting out in right field, you know? This is gonna be like a mixture of like Roadhouse and MLB baseball. It's just silly, right? Like it just all okay. We'll, we'll recap at the end. Sweet. All right. So we're sitting up in the stands, which is awesome, um, which I'm hoping like there's clapping. I mean, you know, the whole fan shebang. Um, so when the pitcher needs to get uh, some grip, he better not lick his fingers. He has a personal rosin bag for that. Uh, the hitter who needs some tack has his own pine tar rag, too. When a hitter whacks a single to left field and gets on base, he he should skip the small uh, the small talk. Socializing and fraternizing are forbidden before, during, and after the game. Same with fighting, which I don't know if that really needed to be added. Um, so don't be nice to opponents. We've but don't an be, unwritten rule, right? Yeah, don't you write an unwritten rule? Uh, so don't be too nice to opponents, but also don't be mean either. Which again, that's just commentary. But like, sure. I I mean, yeah, you don't have the socializing going on. You're not supposed to. They I mean, can't stick to that. Can we just like accept that the ball is going to be touched by a bunch of people who've been who've recently touched their face? Like well, that well, is happening. That's next. So he said, Oh, and the ball that went into left field, get rid of it. It's in play and touched by multiple players. It's no longer good because cleanliness is paramount. If you're playing, you're supposed to wash your hands and sanitize them every half inning. Bullpen phones get used, disinfect them. Uh, dugout phones rings, disinfect them. So they did talk about that, but I like that's still multiple people touching the ball, but I guess at least that's multiple people that have tested recently and been negative or not shown symptoms. Yeah, yeah it's true. Any other problems with that? Mm. Every half inning, that's just, I don't know. It's going to be a lot. It is a lot. And, you know, this is just a lot of work and again I, I stand by the like in an abundance of caution and with a lot of documentation but this will still end up failing and someone will get sick and all of this extra effort will be for not correct um I'll, I'll finish this out and we'll we'll kind of round that part out so the game ends there's no buffet so the clubhouse the clubhouse attendant grabs you a pre-packaged meal don't bother with a cash tip they take venmo and paypal only thank you Um, want to eat with teammates, social distancing rules still apply. You could wait until you get back to the hotel and hit the private dining area or order room service. Don't even think about going out to dinner. You're not allowed to leave the hotel without approval, period. So you go back to your room, which looks the same as it did when you left because housekeeping isn't allowed to enter and call it a day all to do it again tomorrow. Dude, that sounds brutal. Yeah. And obviously that's just like a, a kind of his interpretation of, if you were to put these protocols into play, what it would all look like. So it's not like a, this, these would be the rules or anything like that necessarily, but it kind yeah, of be it the sucks. rules. It kind of, yeah, it sucks. But like, if you are an MLB player making the league minimum, that's like 
you know, what, like $2,500 a day? Yeah. Yeah. After before taxes, something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, and you're playing the game you like, you're back with your team, like you're competing. Is it worth it? I would, if I'm a, ba- if I'm a ball player, I would probably say yes. We're talking about like four months. So, okay. Are you saying like, because you wouldn't get, so like you would have like a replacement player type situation in a lot of senses because like you wouldn't get like, like we'll just use an example. Like say Bryce Harper just does he, he, I, I know for a fact he wants to play, but like say he didn't want to play like, and you have to bring up, you know, ex outfielder or whatever. Is that, is the, yeah. that kind of what you mean of like that guy getting an opportunity? Is that, Am I, no, am I I'm, I'm just saying I use the league minimum just as a like financial milestone or something for people to like conceptualize the amount of money that you make doing right. that. And like these these guys are not they're largely not making the league minimum. They're making like tens of thousands of dollars per minute. That well, they're playing. yes, certain players are, but a large percentage of your minor league guys yeah. are not. And that's the. I mean, I guess I was just trying to put myself in the shoes of a ball player. Yeah. Uh, I want to be out there. I want to be competing. I want to be with my guys and I want to play and I want to make money. So one thing I saw, so I'm with you, but I was browsing through Twitter this afternoon and I saw, I happened to see a video clip of Mike Trout talking about how his son is going to be born here in a few months or like a month or so. (laughs) And it's like, okay, so what happens? Does say he's, you know, out quarantined somewhere playing baseball. Does he, you know, so he leaves, then he has to self quarantine for another fourteen days afterwards because he's not going to miss the birth of his son. So, like, there's just so many things like that where it's like, what, what do you do? Like, what, yeah, how do you handle that? It, it just to me, it's like, so then you don't have, you don't have fans in the stands, so you're missing out on all that revenue. And like, the idea here is to get some sort of revenue, some sort of play, some sort of something like going. And I get that part of it, but like. What is that going to do to the product? The product's going to be terrible, dude. Do you think so? Yes. Why? Because they're not like... I just think all that stuff, like the the way a team bonds over... I mean, I guess it wouldn't be 162 games at this point, but like over that long period of time, like that time spent together is what really matters. Like a lot of those guys view it as like family and like, you know, especially when you're away from your family for long periods at a time and all that and it's like you don't have any of that camaraderie like you're just yeah. you're basically isolating yourself for four or five months i don't think that's as easy as people think it is yeah you're probably right uh, that's just I, I don't that's how i would feel about it like i could i'd be fine with it for a month I, i'd probably even be fine with it for a couple of months but you get to like month four dude yeah that's gonna be brutal and all you're doing is playing baseball like you're not really able to work out like as well as you normally would you're not able to get the medical attention you normally get like all that stuff or luxuries that those guys are used to that they need to play yeah i mean so that's a those are all really good points i don't disagree with anything that you said what i mean this is all again like fairly binary right it's like no baseball or this like it could be gradual like the, here's here's where we're going to start with the standards and then we're going to tone them down as the country starts to like open up more and get better. Yeah. Um, there's got to be some like middle. You can't ground. just go on and off, right? There's got to be something else. I mean, that's what. So the by way. the time you get to month three, after two months of like hardcore isolation, maybe it's like, oh, okay, well now the ball players can eat together, and you don't have to wash your hands every ninety minutes. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, that there's definitely some gray area in that sense. But it's, yeah. I think it's the bold step of just getting it started. Yeah, and I'm sure that's what they're thinking, right? They're like, okay, we need buy-in to do the highest bar of like safety, and then we'll work on the later stages. Right, and that is, to me, where like you look at a lot of this stuff, and it's like a lot of these plans and stuff are coming out, and you know we're talking through how to kind of get moving in the right direction. And again, like I want that just as much as everybody else, but I want everyone to be safe and. Uh, you know, I know it's probably even a little bit, maybe even abundance of overcaution in my, in our cases. But yeah, I I don't want this to be a problem for the next five years when it doesn't need to be for baseball <laughs> or, or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, that would be incredibly annoying. I mean, the owners are sitting here. So first of all, I love this because the owners are saying that they're talking about four billion dollars in revenue losses overall 
potentially for just empty stadium games as a ballpark figure. Now, first of all, that projection coming out of MLB is one that I don't trust very much because yeah, given no that they're in a situation that they're in negotiating, those numbers don't just come out of nowhere. Four billion dollars. Yeah. Baseball's only worth ten as a like as a if you like put put together all the like actual valuations of franchises and stuff like that. As a league, it's only it's like a ten billion dollar league. No. Yeah. It's crazy. No way. Yeah. I don't think that's true. I'll look into it. Keep talking for a minute. The Yankees are worth more than that. I don't think that's no. The I mean, Yankees the Marlins. How much did the Marlins last? So that was like seven hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So that's like pretty close to one billion. Let's see. They do this for Forbes every year, don't they? There's no way baseball is only worth ten billion. I don't believe that. Okay. The the yeah no. I think the Royals sold for like five hundred million. Did they? Was it that much? Definitely wasn't like ten bills, like very, very low. So, so for Ricketts, baseball to only lose four billion, that seems like fine. That doesn't seem like a whole lot in the grand scheme of it. I'm still looking. Give me just a second. Because I'm finding individual team values here. This is just exciting ass podcast material right here. <laughs> really is. All right. Tell you what, let's add that to the big board. We'll get back with the actual valuations. But yeah, four billion, like it I guess that's just an empty seat revenues. Like, like, so if if it came back, okay, so let's let's play this out for a second because I've been thinking a lot about this too. Like fundamentally, like we've been tr- like baseball's been trying to sell for a long time that that the pace of play is the problem of the game, which we have velvetly disagreed with on this show much. Uh, many, many times, but ultimately, like if baseball comes back in whatever form it is, like people will be all over it, but like the same problems and this actually kind of goes back to what we were talking about at the very beginning of the show, but like the same problems in baseball still exist and the excitement yep. while like a lot of like, a, of course, we're going to be excited. I don't know that that's just going to bring a whole onslaught of new fans and new any of that. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally not. It's still the same. I mean, the MLB already has my hundred bucks for my league pass, so like, it's <laughs> it's not like everybody's gonna run out and spend that. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. I mean, where's that gonna go? But I mean, do you see like, like, given that, and, and I'm not saying that pace of play isn't necessarily somewhat of an issue, and they've done a lot of progressive things to like speed it up, but like, it hasn't really doesn't really make that much of a difference at the end of the day. No, it doesn't. I think, like, I think we averaged it out earlier last season. It was like two minutes, 27 seconds or something like that. It's it like was something incredibly low. Yeah, yeah. Something absurd, but I'll give it to them that they're trying to be progressive in thinking. And, and I'll try to, I try to hope that they're, they're trying to look towards the future, at least in some way, shape or form. And, I just don't think that they've ever really pinpointed what their actual issue of why they don't draw fans. And I just don't know that this is going to help that. I think this is going to hurt that problem. Yeah. I think the game is too slow for humanity. You think it's shorter than an average football game though. Yeah. But that doesn't make it fast. I guess. And it's not about the amount of time. You know what I'm talking about? Speed here. Sure, but I mean, there's plenty of times standing around between plays with football and stuff like that. Yeah, it so it's all about how you look at it, though, and that and that's just like as someone who enjoys all like baseball, football, and basketball. Like, I can I can appreciate that, but I get that people don't like necessarily feel that way. I just don't see like that being like the fundamental problem as far as like yeah. I don't think people know who the stars are. I think there's a good portion of people that don't know who Mike Trout is. Oh, totally. And that's like a West Coast, East Coast problem. That's crazy to me. And like a television problem. That guy's better than like Babe Ruth. Yeah. <laughs> it's absurd. He's yeah, literally he's... the modern day Babe Ruth playing right now and nobody gives a shit. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's a marketing true. problem. That is a marketing problem. For that's sure. A, that's yeah. And like, I don't think that 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 people are like all of a sudden going to give a shit about Mike Trout. Like when this all is all said and done, I just, I hate to pick on him on this episode a little bit, but like, I think like there's just no way that's going to happen. I, I'm impressed by it, but I don't think it's going to open care. No, no, he, he shouldn't. 
he makes far he's far too successful for that <laughs> yeah man i i want the angels to be good even though they're in my division they just deserve so much better do that they Shohei, don't Shohei and mike trout deserve better mike trout deserves better for sure I mean, they, you can't say they didn't try going into this year, but this is this thing's blowing up on them faster than they oh, anticipated. Oh, so sad. We'll never know. I told you it would <laughs> explode some way. We just didn't see it happening this way. Wow. Yeah, you sure did. Damn. I mean, In a roundabout like way, you were very correct. It's like fucking clockwork, man. <laughs> Every year. <laughs> Every year in May, we're having the same conversation. No. Um, <laughs> I, I just, I, I don't see that being this big draw. And I, I, I don't, I just see this as, I mean, I guess, some is better than nothing as far as revenues go. But, like, I mean, we talked about this last week. They haven't even considered, like, the markdowns that they're going to take from local revenue and right. all that. And it just, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm paying for a brand-new ballpark right down the street from me that's sitting empty right now, which makes me very angry. Um, I would love to watch baseball in it. Actually, the Red Sox were supposed to be in town this week. And oh, boy. I know. We were going to all four games, too. I was really pissed. And. Uh, it was funny because Claire was trying to make me feel a little bit better and be like, well, because I, I, I take that back. It was this past week going into this weekend. Mm. And Claire was like, oh, well, it rained all weekend, so we, we wouldn't have had a good time anyway. And I was like, yes, we would have had a great time because it's a covered stadium. <laughs> <laughs> it's brand new. Brand fucking new. Yeah. It'll be a year old by the time anybody uses it. It's unbelievable. Well, didn't Ben say there's like some high school graduation happening there or something like that? Yeah, I, I believe that. Yeah. So I, I don't know. We'll see. But. Um, I don't know, man. I, I just like, obviously again, this is a great just visualization of what it could look like. And I just, there's a, I think that certain players would be fine with it, but I think there's a, a larger majority than we may realize that may not be. It's true. And baseball players don't really have much of a voice. Right. And like the, the only bargaining chip they have left is the fact that they don't have a salary cap. Right. They, like everything else is pretty much, I mean, Think about the the beauty of what arbitration years and stuff like that mean to a fucking team. Yeah, I mean, seriously. I mean, you're just getting the best of a uh, young talent early, and hopefully someone else pays the bill. I know we talked about this last time, but this next free agency round is going to be a nightmare. It's going to be terrible, dude. People don't even realize. Like, that people, we haven't even we thought should, that far ahead yet. We should look up who's going to be a free agent and like talk about the top three players that should get their money like what their value is and what, and then look at what they actually get. So this would be in 2020, right? Yeah. At the end of this year. Well, so we know that like Mookie is going to be a free agent. Mookie. Yeah. Um, you think on. he still gets Mookie money? Dude. I, <laughs> I don't know that teams are going to be able to pay that. Right. And that, I mean, talk about something that may end up weirdly working in my favor. I mean, <laughs> right. Cause you could get them back. Right. They won't do that. They'll fuck that up for sure. But, yeah. um, okay. So you have Mookie, you have, so dude, I always, for I haven't even thought once about this really since it happened, but Garrett Cole being a Yankee is still unbelievable to me. Oh, I know. He's so good. I know he really is. And so hold on, let me just like make sure I'm not going crazy for a minute. This quarantine time, no baseball is being played. This is consuming service time. True or false? Correct, I think. But they're not getting paid. They're not getting paid. They're prorating the games uh, as as far like the games that yeah. they they end up playing. So yeah. But they're not getting paid right now. But they are consuming service time. Correct. Which I that, guess is a good thing, right? That is great for teams because no, well, they're not paying them, but they're using service time. It should be like it's not consuming service time. Then you'd have like a weird free agency mid mid season, which could be really cool. I mean, it would make the trade deadline a lot more, more exciting. Oh my it. god! But like they're they're not getting paid, and it's consuming service time. That just seems strange. It's it's they're not getting paid. I get it because they always get paid by game. Right. I'm looking. I'm looking up right now what our free. There's agents. no service. Do what? No service rendered. Well, right, and that's. Like I think that's why they tried to come to that deal early so that they were kind of on the same page right out of the gate. So I kind of get that. Um, okay, so our top free agents would be Mookie Betts. Uh, so this would be going into 2021. Uh, JT Realmuto. Okay. Uh, which, I mean... He's fine. The drop from Mookie Betts to JT Realmuto is substantial. 
<laughs> yes. Uh, Marcus Simeon. Okay. Trevor Bauer. Trevor Bauer is way better than JT Real Muto. I would agree with that. I'm not sure if they and actually. So is Marcus Simeon. I'm not sure if this is like a list and order of like top ones, but Mookie just happened to be at the top. Uh, okay. I mean, George Springer's next, so like that. This yeah, is definitely okay. not ordered. Uh, Marcus Stroman, Marcelo yeah. Zuna, yeah, DJ LeMayhew, your boy Mike Miner, Jake Odorizzi, overrated. Uh, Robbie Ray, Angleton Simmons, Jock Peterson, Didi Gregorius. Oh, Tanaka. Interesting. Oof. Jose Quintana, James Paxton, Michael Brantley, Justin Turner. That's wow. He's 36 years old. Did you know Justin Turner was 36 years old? Yeah, he's older. I didn't realize that. Um, Do you know that? Uh, what was the last guy you just said? Brantley? Yeah, Michael Brantley. Michael Brantley. He's good. He is. I didn't realize he was 33. He's older, too. Yeah. yeah. He's been, he puddled around in Cleveland for a long time. And yeah. then, like, Guys like Nelson Cruz, who will be 40 years old. Oh, uh, boy. That's tough. That's uh, not good. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's really not a huge free agent class, but you add it on top of another one, and it becomes a big free agent class really quickly and depresses contract values for sure. Yeah, for sure. I think you'd see Mookie maybe get close to what he would get in a normal free agency, but some of those other guys are going to get hosed. That's Yeah, I think that's it's not the price tag that's scaring teams off. Like the fact that one of the best players, like we talked about this with trout and Bryce Harper, like the best player in the sport perspective, you know, like kind of overall are getting paid $35 million a year, which is probably what they should be paid. Right. It's just for 12 years or whatever, which is kind of absurd to think about. It's sticker <laughs> shock, but it's, I mean, it's average annual value, right? Right. So, yeah, I mean, it could definitely depress the free agent market. And I like it's really like all that's just going to depend on like like how they like how they go about hammering out like service time and how exactly that's going to work is is going to be interesting to see. But we're not really going to know anything until we really have a definitive plan of coming back. Oh, totally. Yeah, there's no way to tell. I'm assuming you saw today that uh, our boy Bartolo wants to make a comeback. Good said that he would love to end his his career with. Would you like to guess which team he'd like to end his career with? Did he say the Expos and not know that they didn't exist? That would be very Bartolo, would <laughs> That'd it? be great. Uh, did he say the A's? No. That's a good guess, though. White Sox? No, it's even it's going to be funnier than that. Okay, go ahead. The Mets. <laughs> yes. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That was awesome. But they were fine to, to just say goodbye. I mean, it's not like that was the last place he, yeah, he played. They kind of have to be, though, right? Yeah. I mean, not every other team was for years. I mean, he played for board. half of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's such good stuff. I would love to see a Bartolo return. Yeah, I'd like to see him hit a second home run. Every time I see that video of his home run at Petco, it's like heartwarming. You were talking about putting your full body into something. <laughs> like good lord it's such a great clip well i just put it in our slack chat like a week ago because it came up um one thing oh go ahead i was just scrolling through my kbo thing mm -hmm. do you know preston tucker yes he is on the kia tigers yes i watched him pitch the I other did day did not know that yes very interesting he's in his fifth home run this season how long <laughs> has he played is this his first season over there I don't know. He had great potential here in the MLB. What happened with him? Let's take a he look. He was on uh, the Astros. I think he kind of fizzled. Like really quickly, though. Yeah, I don't think he got a fair shake. Well. Oh, don't. Preston Tucker Googling that. You get the Tucker torpedo. Oh, naturally. Naturally. Interesting. Yeah, I saw that the other day. I was really, I was actually kind of surprised to see that, especially with the limited amount of guys that can come over. He's 29. Is he really? He's born in 90. So then he's just trying to get himself a shot back then is what it sounds like. Yeah. A, I guess he never really did anything. Mm. Shit. Okay. I'm just, I'm just, just seems like he's been around almost no time, but that's not true. It does. Since 2015. Hmm. I guess. Yeah. I guess that's when we really started looking into like bench depths and things like that for fantasy baseball yeah. and kind of sure. became aware okay. of, of people like that. So um, one thing that I'm absolutely protesting, I will have none of this, is Miller Park changing their name to some insurance company. 
I don't yeah. know. Not having that. It's like, are it's you kidding very me? Sad. I can't believe they did I, that. I need Ford Stadium and Miller Park, like the the wholesome American names. Isn't the White Sox Stadium called like Guaranteed Rate Field or something like that? Yes. Stupid. Absolutely. So stupid. So dumb. I get it, but I mean, I don't know. It just seems You've like got such a, Fenway, um, Wrigley, Yankees. That's it. Right? Yeah, I'm trying to think. So not the trop, obviously. Uh Petco. I do like the so I, I'm a fan though of like the parks that have always been like Petco Field. Yeah, the one I like I liked um Miller a lot for that reason. I like Miller that forever. Uh what were the Giants before they were T Mobile? They were, they were AT&T. AT&T, right. That worked out really well. That did work out well. And then the Mariners were like um God. Safeco. Safeco, yeah. And I just always knew that as Safeco Field. And right. I, I'm I'm not budging on this one because of just like the mascot factor and just everything right. about that. That's just such a sacred team. I hate to see them sell out like that. I agree. That's a piece of shit name. Really stinks. The one last note I had, I don't know if you've seen the trailer for it yet, but we have new thirty for thirties coming this summer in the one about the home run chase between Oh yes. The boys. It's coming. That's gonna be that's McGuire and Bonds then. Oh yeah. They're just like meat popsicles. Dude, that was such a great time for baseball though. There was a game I went to, um must have been the late nineties or something, early aughts. Mm-hmm. And Mark McGuire hit a home run. It went off the railing between the first and second deck. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, it got it went from bat to hitting the railing in like 0.7 seconds. It oh, was yeah, just dude. the fastest home run I've ever, ever seen. He was absolutely jacked. He really was. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> yeah, like um so yeah, it goes through. So it's gonna be called Long Gone Summer. And yeah, it goes through. Did you say bonds before? Yeah. Or did you say so? This is McGuire and Sosa. Oh, okay, good. That'll yeah, work but, too. But dude, Bond. <laughs> yeah, we we've established the bonds thing before on this show. Like that guy was absolutely incredible. But yeah, mm-hmm. like they're in this. They're doing interviews and everything. And um, good. I wonder if they're going to show the pink hat picture. Do you think they are? Yeah, I think they'll show it. I hope so. <laughs> it's so terrifying. <laughs> the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, I still need to watch the Jordan 30 for 30. Yeah, well, so it's done now. I think you can go back and kind of binge it, and I think you'll enjoy it. Very good. Yeah, Very well done. Very well done. It breezes over, well, it breezes over a little uh, tidbit at the end, but it wasn't really supposed to be about him specifically, so it's more about the Got Bulls it. team. Um, kind of leaves out the two years he played for the Wizards that people don't really like, like to talk about, but... Um, that's fine yeah no it's fine some weird blemish on his his resume but uh but yeah this will be good long gone summer so this comes out june 14th so it's like a month away yeah we will definitely watch that and then probably do a reaction show for it because i think that'd Ooh, be awesome. love it yeah let's make sure to do that yeah i love the 30 for 30s just going through a lot of the history and stuff like that of sports and whatnot they always do a good job yeah even the ones that like i'm sort of reluctant to choose based because it's like about horse racing or like women's tennis or something they always end up being like really really good yeah i got sucked into the one about uh what it it was like the soccer riot that happened at hillsborough in like the 90s or whatever it might have been earlier than that i don't remember but it was an absolutely fascinating story so they always do a really good job even if it's something i'm not like normally super interested in yeah for sure so there's they're doing that one they're doing a lance armstrong one and they're talking about, and they're doing a Bruce Lee one, which I think will be awesome too. Ooh, Bruce, let's yeah. go! Yeah, the Lance Armstrong one will be nice and full of bullshit. I'm sure. I can't wait. Yeah, well, Bruce Lee doesn't exist anymore, so right. that's going to be hard to do. Yeah, just going to be about his mythos. Can't wait. <laughs> so yeah, man. Well, we'll go ahead and wrap things up. We uh, we miss Ben baseball. But hopefully, he'll be back next week. We'll be back next week talking a little bit about kind of where we are and. I don't know. We're going to come up with some other things. We should maybe we'll talk about like some good MLB, you know, manager ejections and some of the favorites and stuff like that. I was looking into some of the footage of the we were talking about Nelson Cruz and everything. I was looking into that the other day a little bit and just kind of reliving what that was like. And it's it's pretty tough. It's definitely pretty tough. (laughs) Um, 
He wasn't even that close to that ball when I look back at it. He was kind of far no. away from it. He was not. He was not paying attention. No, that's tough. So. We'll be back next week. We'll do, yeah, a bunch of stuff like that. So please let us know what you guys want to talk about. We're always open to hear, uh, you know, thoughts, opinions, things like that. So please hit us up on social media. That's Sense Blue Loud Media on Facebook and at Sense Blue Loud on Twitter and on Instagram. And make sure to check out the website as well, sensiblyloud.com, for all the latest blogs, pods, and more. And we'll see you guys next week for another episode of the Outfielder Podcast. Get to watch it now, now, now We live by anesthetic as a resident